Ladies and gentlemen, sports fans of all ages, it's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who has had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and very opinionated. It's time to get in the huddle with your host, Coach Muddle. All right. Good morning. It's raining here in Delmarva. Fun, fun. We've got an action-packed hour. Be part of the show. 422-2428. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just type in Coach Muddle. And I will pop up. So, uh, I'm telling you, I am really don't understand high school tennis. I'm, I'm really having a hard time with it because, you know, I, you know, my, as you know, my, my daughter plays tennis. She had a tennis match yesterday and go to watch and I get in trouble because, you know, I walk around the fence. I'm not on the court and just trying to, you know, be a supportive dad couple little pointers, you know. You're not supposed to talk during the match. You're not supposed to say anything. Well, how how are I don't understand how you're able to coach them up. There's no official on the court. It's all self-score. But you can't coach them up. I, I, I'm not following that because isn't that the level you need to work on with them? You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's that is the time. It's different in practice. You're playing against people you know. It's 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 totally different when you go up against a stranger, someone you don't know, and now you have you have to. You know, now all of a sudden the pressure's on. All these people are watching. It's it's a totally different thing. That's the time you need to coach them up. You know, settle them down, get relax them a little bit, and and just you know help them remember what you've taught them during the week. Hey, remember how good you did it during the week? It's the same thing here. You know, and so I'm I'm figuring it out. You know, apology to my kid getting in trouble <laughs> and at the match. <laughs> so you know, uh, I had to uh, I had that little incident, and then uh, uh, I did go up to uh, Dell State. Had their spring game last night. Talked to Coach Milstead for a little bit, uh, and you know the boy the boys looked. Looked good. I mean, it's spring. They're still getting into things. So, you know, some positives up there. The new turf, the nice new scoreboard. They did a great little tribute to uh, John Taylor on the scoreboard. Uh, You know, I I wish there was a little bit more uh, pub about that. You know, I wish I knew they were doing that. I would have, you know, shouted out to you guys because – you know, uh, 
get some people, you know, inside the walls, turn off 13, go, go inside. There's some good things going on in there, building that program. So hopefully uh, in the near future we'll get uh, Coach Milstead to give us a call, come down and, uh, you know, tell us what's going on with the program. But, you know, they looked, they looked pretty good. Uh, it was a good little scrimmage last night. You know, looking for some great things coming out this fall uh, from DSU. Uh, you know, and we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. You know, and he he made a point of telling me that you know he's going to be recruiting Delaware first. I, I'm I'm all for that. You know, they're a Division One program. They're in the same. I, I don't know what do you want to call it. They, they're considered the same as Del University of Delaware. They're they're both one A schools. They're both Division One A. All right, I, I know it's F C B A N F B Q C whatever. Uh, they're one A. They're both one A. I think Dell State is on an upward tick, uh, football wise. So uh, we'll 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 keep our we'll keep our eye on, on that and and another Dell State will stick with uh, the baseball team ten nothing and uh, you know last Sunday I went up caught a game against Norfolk State. Dell State just couldn't finish that game that I saw. You know, they went into the seventh inning uh, with, enough, I think, three, four-run lead and then wound up, the wheels fell off. And I'm like, ugh. And then, uh, but good to see that bounce back, you know, uh, against Coppin. Uh, I don't think they're going to get one in today with the with the rain. We'll see. I know a lot of, a lot of things uh, canceled and did... Did you see this security guard at the Masters almost take out Tiger Woods? Man. <laughs> oh man, I, I felt like you know the dude was stealing second base with, and uh, you know trying to break up the double play really with his spikes up. You know that's what it looked like. I know he slipped and went, but uh, you know, hey. Uh, Tiger looked pretty good, man. He was able to pop up uh, and, and get himself out of the way. Because, man, let me tell you, you would have been the guy that took out Tiger Woods as he's making a run at the Masters. Whew, boy, you'd be in some trouble. <laughs> oh, man. And, and as you know, I am a big Yankee fan. So, uh... Is it time to push the panic button yet? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. It's still too early for me. Uh, I, I'm okay. I mean, I'm not happy with the pitching, and and I know we got a lot of injuries, but I don't know that the Yankees understand that they have to win the World Series this year because otherwise it'll be two decades in my lifetime that they didn't win a World Series in in the the span of 10 years. So the 80s, they didn't win one in the 80s and I don't want it to be the the teens as well. So uh I I'm still optimistic about that. So we'll see. And uh you know, with the Masters, uh I did talk to uh coach Herod of the Cape and Lupin golf team uh he's possibly going to be joining us <laughs> didn't uh didn't confirm with him uh yesterday so uh we'll see it might uh already be uh, he, or, he might already be up at the uh, driving range uh warming up 
before he uh, plays his round today. Uh, I don't know. So we'll see about that. Uh, you know, and of course, we'll see <laughs> Nevada Nick. Uh, and I, I, I'm let everybody know that Nevada Nick was not being, uh, he was not on the run. Okay. It was his birthday last week. It was his birthday. So he was out celebrating his birthday a little too much that he missed missed his spot and I know he um uh blowing up my phone all week with his uh with his masters uh selections and I apo- I have to apologize because you know we only do this show on Saturdays the masters started on Thursday so he wanted to make sure you know that I got his uh his picks out early um some car issues with uh well it wasn't car issues let me take that back it was it was easy pass issues that turned into dmv issues that took forever for them to talk to each other and get it straightened out so <laughs> So I was driving my wife's car for most of the week and um, got my car back this morning with no gas in it, by the way. And it's making a funny noise. So uh, it's raining. I can't check it out, but we'll have to figure that out. So anyway, I left Nevada's Nick's stuff in the other car so I don't have my notes. I apologize. But I'm sure Nick will... uh, Fill us in on everything. So, uh, but let's jump over to the calls. You're in the huddle with Coach Muddle. Who's this? Coach, this is Dan Wilbert from uh, Florida. How you doing? Great. How you doing, Dan? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, today's a spring game for the Gators. I don't know if you're aware of that. Uh, yeah, and uh, Florida Atlantic as well is playing today. Uh, I didn't know if the Owls were out there giving a hoot. <laughs> they, they are. I, I actually want... Uh, I, I I'm a big follower of the owls, so I, I you know, oh, okay. you know, so I, I keep I keep down. Uh, uh, actually, last year I was at the U for for a couple of spring practices uh, in uh, FAU. I don't really get up to Gainesville that often, so. Uh, but uh, yeah, so FAU's come a long way. They are uh, Lane, 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 Coach Kiffin is really uh, turning that program around. They've really uh, stepped it up. They're building a new invo- indoor facility. Uh, should be ready uh, here by uh, summer. Summer camp opens up, so I'm anxious to see. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I know the enrollment's way up at, at the campus too. Yeah, well, when you're four miles from the from the ocean. Uh, it's 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 a beautiful campus. It's hard to say no to, you know. Yeah, it's an easy sell. Hey, uh, my friend Frank talked to you last week, and uh, one of the things that came up was the quarterback factories. Like, what's the best quarterback producing colleges, and what's your take on that? Well, I don't know. And uh, in, in in these parts here, in Delaware, they might say UD because you've had more Super Bowl winners from University of Delaware than any other one. But I, you know, I don't know. Um, uh, I I really am. You know, I don't know really. You know, because Big Ten, you got Drew Brees came from the Big Ten. Uh, 
Well, you just yeah. hit the number one stool on the list. Uh, at least, you know, from from the different sites I looked at. So right. I looked it up after I talked to Frank, and Purdue is number one. Really? Oh, yeah. Bob Greasy yeah. went. It didn't, it didn't, but no, Greasy went to Michigan, didn't he? Uh, I forget. No, no. His son went to Michigan. Oh, right. His son went to Michigan. He went to Purdue. Right. Okay. He went to Purdue. Yep. Right. Um, they produced a lot in uh, Cal. Uh, uh, Cal Berkeley, I guess it is. Okay. Uh, USC, UCLA. The big three Florida schools were in the top ten. Uh, Miami was six. Florida was seven. And uh, FSU was nine. Wow, I I would I would have thought the U, you know, because you had Bernie Kosar, Jim Kelly, uh, Vinny Testaverde. Yeah. I mean, you had some some guy. I mean, that's all my era of time. You know, those guys came out. So, uh, um, but yeah, I, I thought the U would have been a little higher. And I I I'm a Gator fan, so I don't like the U. But <laughs> you got you to gotta appreciate what comes out of there, and they produce more college players than any college or, or produce more pro players than any college out there um and and uh, another school that that just built a new indoor facility uh down there at the u they put some money into that place uh, very nice you know the help of uh, the rock and some others <laughs> dumping yeah. money into that place so yeah, I, I always feel bad for for schools like them that don't have a, a campus stadium right um, i think that that really hurts really hurts them yeah I, I agree when you don't when you can't just you know walk out of your dorm and cut across campus and get on get, go to a, go to a game it is it is kind of a kind of a tough uh tough deal but um yeah, and like the campus walk like they do in clemson and all those other places right 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 mississippi yeah i i definitely agree and i, and I you know I, I was looking this up too uh Florida, you know, they lose more practices uh, due to weather than any other place, and you wouldn't, you would think it would be more up, you know, somewhere else. But Florida is the number one state that loses uh, practices because of weather. That's that's why everybody's getting these indoor facilities down there. You know, I never even thought about that, but you know, growing up and playing down here, um, you know, especially. You know, there's been a couple of players killed by lightning strikes, and that's that's what does it. It's not the rain and all. Right, that. right. It's it is it, it is the lightning that that is the issue. So, um, yeah. But it's it's interesting. It's it's it is the the I, I like the arms race. I guess you call it. You know, it's the facilities race, and 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 how you get these top recruits to come and. You know, it's uh, it's tough when you're when you don't have the facilities, and and you go to a place like FAU, Florida, Florida State, and and see these these overwhelming facilities. It's it, you know, yeah. So we'll yeah, they're see. definitely selling points. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. So, yep. all right, Dan, all I right. appreciate the call, buddy. Thanks. You have a great right. day. You're almost Dan Mullen. You're Dan Muddle. That's pretty close. There you go. Pretty close, man. <laughs> All right. right. Take care. Take care. I, I had somebody else on the line, and you didn't give me one more minute. I, I just couldn't get to the phone fast enough. So, uh, And uh, great call from Florida. See, we got, we got folks in the huddle coast to coast and around the globe. So, And 
we are. Go to uh, 930SPN.com and uh, you can stream it live. Check check me out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just type in Coach Muddle. I pop up. And, of course, call in 422-2428 and be part of the show. Uh, we're rocking. I'm going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be uh, right back. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. Yo, what's up? It's Brian Sosha from the Sosha Network, 2 to 7 p.m. on 93.7 WSTW, and you're in the huddle with my boy, Coach Muddle. Blue 32! Blue 32! All right. We are back. And you're in the huddle with me, Coach Muddle. We are uh, rocking it. Remember, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Coach Muddle. Just type it in. I pop up. And, of course, be part of the show, 844-2428, here on ESPN Radio. And, of course, I, I just heard the promo. You can join me and Gary and a host of others at Mulligan's Point on April 25th for the first round of the draft. Should be a fun, fun night. Uh, so looking forward to that. Actually uh, cutting my Florida trip a little short just so I can come back and uh, be part of the festivities. Uh, so excited uh, excited about that. I'm uh, uh, ready to get, ready, ready for the draft very very excited uh, i'm really getting tired of of all this stuff let's let's hit the phone lines you're in the huddle with coach muddle who's this oh coach frank powers how hey frank how you doing buddy good good hey uh second time caller second time <laughs> listener and enjoying the show great thanks i appreciate it want to talk to you about tebow tim tebow okay and why i mean as you know i'm a giant fan and uh, the quarterback issue is a looming issue and I think of all these great guys that have been through there, and, and he's a guy that uh, I, I just really like and is pu- and puzzled about how, uh, with all the teams that are on the NFL, how he just never really found a niche, I suppose. Well, I, you know, part of, part of me, uh, you know, I did break him down, uh, uh, his film. I broke it down, his film. His throwing motion was totally opposite from practice to a game you know he had he had almost perfect in practice but when it came to the game time his throwing motion just got a little squirrely which really my wasn't my concern okay he wasn't really a good deep ball thrower to begin with uh-huh. but I I felt like when like you know he did win a playoff game. Yeah, you know, game, right? right? He he beat the he beat the Steelers uh, in in I believe before Peyton Manning arrived. That was their only playoff win for quite a while. So, right, you know, and I, I think when he signed with the Jets, I just felt like Rex didn't know what to do with him. It was more of just kind of a PR thing, uh, and, and same with Philly. I I, I felt like. You had a 6'5", 240-pound guy who could run the football and throw in short short increments. He was he was he was a great quarterback in those short short throws. So, you know, why couldn't you make a goal line package with him 
and let him let him show his talents. You know, you get him inside the twenty. I thought he was a real. He would have been a real threat. I just felt like you know they just. I thought so. I, I thought so too. Make him an H back or bring him in on goal line. I mean, you know, you could pitch to him. I mean, he's six four, two forty, or something like that. Heisman Trophy winner, tremendous athlete. I mean, I'm just uh, right. They I mean, don't. They don't. And, they don't hand out Heisman's just to just for showing up. You know, I mean, you had to do. He has to do something. He was able to do something. I mean, he did right. play. He did play the college game at the highest level, and and. You know, so, but there's a million guys that it doesn't translate at the next level. And I just kind of, uh, unfortunate with football, there's a bunch of guys that, you know, they label you and you're done. You know, you never, you never get a fair shake. And I, I, I'll say this all the time about Davis Webb, the, the backup quarterback for the Giants, who got cut, he got drafted. We never saw him play. And we will never know. But he was a guy that was, you know, he played with Patrick Mahomes. You know, I mean, he was the guy before Patrick Mahomes at, at, at Texas Tech. So, you know, he was, he's, he was the same type of guy. And we will never know because, you know, now he's, I don't even know where he is. I think that he's on the Jets practice squad. I don't even know if he's still there. That's a good point. So it's, it's like unless you go to Canada or go to Europe, that's it, right? Right, you know, and and, and you know, there the, these leagues pop up and get defunct rather quickly. It's it, it too with you know the AAF or the OOF, whatever you want to call it. Hey, I listened to your other caller about uh, the guy from Florida, and uh, you mentioned Purdue. You know, uh, Jeff George, I think, did a year at Purdue, and then he transferred to Southern uh, Illinois. So. Uh, that bodes well for the, for Purdue being the quarterback uh, factory. Oh, right. You know, because Jeff George, I mean, that guy, uh, uh, I mean, he's still right up there with, I mean, had a cannon for an arm. I mean. Absolute cannon. Uh, I right. mean, he could throw 80 yards on a rope without even thinking about it. Uh, I mean, right. you know, so. And look at the teams he played for. I mean, I know he bounced around Raiders twice, Redskins, uh Seattle, I think the Vikings, uh, the Colts, uh, no, yeah, Colts, yeah, we drafted by the Colts, and then he went on the, then he went on the road with all these other teams, which, you know, could have been personality issues or coaching issues or if the Falcons, bunch, bunch of them, but uh, dangerous quarterback. You know, he he was he was, and and uh, you know, it just, I think at the time it was, you know. Now I think now the NFL is starting to try to, you know, m- get more of that college game into their game. And back then, it never they were very resistant. This is the way we do things in the NFL. We're not changing, and and it kind of hurt guys like that, especially. And you might remember back in the late '80s when Mouse Davis came out with the run and shoot, and oh no, this is. It, it it just didn't didn't take, but now all of a sudden we're you know we're calling it a spread. It's the same. It's almost the same thing. And yeah, yeah, you know well, that's the name. That's the name I haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> hey, I was talking to Coach Josh Chubb about uh, quarterbacks in um, in, in Duke, and he said that the guy in Duke that you like. Uh, 
one of the coaches is uh, supposedly very developmental with the with the Manning. Uh, yes, he worked. He worked with he worked uh, with Peyton, and uh, I believe he did work with Eli as well. But yes, he was uh, he was Peyton's coach. So you know, I don't know how much coaching you had to do for the Man- the Mannings. You know, I, I but I, I still think he. Uh, that that's my guy, and and I think he will be there at the top of the second round. So I'm okay with the Giants going, you know, with the number six pick taking a defensive end because they're going to be a lot up there at the top of the draft, and getting uh-huh. it, getting an offensive lineman with your second uh, pick, first round pick, and then number two, you're you're going to have Daniel Jones from Duke, Will Greer from West Virginia, who are two good quarterbacks. I think that are are guys that that can be can be productive NFL quarterbacks. So they should be there in uh, at thirty or thirty five overall. In the yeah, yeah. I think you know we're, we're, they'll they'll be they'll still be they'll still be on the board. And I, and honestly, I think you don't really what what helps the next quarterback for the Giants is the guy number twenty six behind him. You know, he doesn't he doesn't have to have all the pressure of throwing the football because now now you have you have Barkley behind you who's gonna take all that pressure off. You know, they're gonna load the box to stop him, which is gonna open up the passing game. And if you you look at the stats uh the last six games of the season, teams were dropping the safety to to try to slow up Barkley and Evan Ingram was the top-rated tight end in the league uh, in in pass catch efficiency because uh-huh. of that. You know that that's the benefit you get from having Barkley in the backfield is when 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 teams have to force and bring eight nine guys in the box to stop the running game. It, it, you know, I I probably could go back there and throw passes. You know because. The the question is 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 the offensive line going to give him three seconds? That that's right. that's the question. So so we'll All see. Right. I, I but I but I'm okay. I'm okay with getting a guy in the second round, and I'm also okay. I'm not okay giving up one of the first round picks for Rosen. I don't think he is worth a first round pick. But if yeah. we want to give up a second or a third for Rosen, I'm okay with that too. All right, Coach, thanks. All right, appreciate the call, Frank. Have a great day. You too. Be Uh, well. All right, great call. Great calls today here in the huddle, so you too could be part of it. 422-2428 here in the huddle. Of course, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. um, Just type in Coach Muddle. I'm there here on ESPN Radio. We are uh, rolling through here on ESPN Radio. I'm going to take a quick timeout and uh, we will be back. ESPN 930 AM and 102.1 FM, Delaware Sports Station. Yo, what's up? It's Brian Sosha from the Sosha Network, 2 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday on 93.7 WSTW. But right here and now, you're listening to my boy, the guy that's throwing a Hail Mary with his voice through the airwaves into your radio. You're in the huddle with Coach Muddle. All right, we are back, and you're in the huddle with me, Coach.
Coach Muddle. We are rocking, taking you up to the top of the hour before uh, Dory and Mel uh, jump on here at the top of the hour. Remember, Coach Muddle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just type me in. I'll pop up and uh, be part of the show. We've had some great calls today, 4222428. And uh, we are... We are just rolling along, uh, and oh, I you know I also saw uh, I also saw that Polytech hired a new football coach, uh, but when I clicked on it, Delaware Online wanted me to pay to read it for some reason. I don't know why. I'll go find it somewhere else. So, uh, but I'll get you updated on that. Maybe we'll get him in here. We can uh, talk about talk about that and. Uh, and we'll see. So, um, so I wanted to pass that news along uh, as we uh, as we roll through. I, I just saw that uh, during the break, uh, scrolling through my uh, Twitter feed. So we had that, and um, you know, oh, and back to back to the draft. I'm really getting tired of of all these people saying the Giants need a wide receiver to place replace Odell I, I just I, I I don't know what team what roster they're looking at you know I mean we just gave Shepard an extension who's you know a, he's our slot guy you have Evan Ingram who is our tight end a first round pick who is now rated as one of the top tight ends the last six games of the season last year so He's starting to starting to step it up. So, really, if if the Lattimore kid um, can stay healthy, and I can't think of the other kid's name that that we had, uh, I'm okay with with the receiving core that they have right now. You know, because um, I always felt like that was going to uh, be an issue. But I digress, and uh, as always, let's bring in Nevada Nick. Happy late birthday, Mr. Nevada Nick. How you doing? Thanks, coach. I'm doing I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing good. I you know and uh, everyone was uh you know a little disappointed you you missed you missed last weekend and you know I had to tell everybody or you know I came on the show earlier and gave everybody the the you know all clear you weren't being, you know, no one was chasing you down. You know, uh, you know, trying to find you or anything. Uh, you, you know, it was just uh, a a weekend birthday bash. Yeah, well, you know, Nevada Nick birthday weekend got a little out of hand and uh, <laughs> <laughs> fell off the grid for a little bit. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, so, so, you know, tell me, uh, Virginia uh, wins it all. Yeah. Uh, so one of your sixteen brackets had Virginia in it. It did, <laughs> but it didn't matter because I didn't have any other Final Four teams. <laughs> I mean, it was. I, I I was really surprised. I honestly thought um, going into that game, I thought Texas Tech was going to win. I mean, I thought they looked really good. Um, I mean, early on, the two best teams I really thought that, that looked were Texas Tech and Auburn. And then when Auburn had that the kid tore his ACL, um, I knew they you know they were in trouble, but they still made it to the Final Four. Right. 
And then Virginia, if you look at it, I mean, talk, that might be one of the, the I want to say luckiest because, I mean, they made it, but. Look, he double dribbled. call against Auburn where Auburn's up, three, uh, you know, up three and they call the foul and, you know. and Right, but um, they didn't call the double dribble when he bounced, when he bounced the ball off his foot with, with two seconds left. Uh, yeah. You know, and but you know, and then and then you know, in the last game too. I mean, they they were you know they they shoot the three to tie it, and I mean, hey, they they made it. They made the things happen, and it, it, you know, it's good to see too. I think you're going to see a big change in college basketball. Um, obviously, you know, they're in the next. I don't know when it's going to be, but it's going to happen in the next two or three years. They're going to get rid of the one and done rule. It's, you know, they're going to let any like a Zion Williamson will never go to college. He's going to get drafted at eighteen. Um, you're going to start seeing these college coaches go away from one and done because they have a, a a good sample size now, which is like fifteen years, and only two teams have done it. And then you look at a team like Villanova, who isn't. I mean, they've won national championships, but. They're not a blue, you know, like whatever blue blood or whatever you want to call right. it, like Duke, Kentucky. You know what I mean? That has all kinds of national championships, and Villanova's won two in the last fifteen years. So I think you're going to see them start trying to go for these. Because I mean, you look at most of the teams; they were junior and senior laden teams, and yeah, Duke can have all the talent in the world and can have. They had the top three recruits going into this year, but they're they're still eighteen years old and. You know, there's a big difference between, you know, an 18-year-old and a 21 and a 22-year-old on a team that's been playing for together for three to four years, much like Virginia. I mean, you know, which what a turnaround. You lose in the first round right. in the first ever number one seed to lose to a 16 seed and return the following year and win the national championship. I mean, that's a, it's a good story. It really is. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, because you know, uh, I mean, and unless you're you're Duke, Kentucky, you you expect to be a one seed every year. So when when Virginia, you know, last year, okay, was it a fluke? But then they come and then they lose to a sixteen. You're like, oh yeah, it was a fluke. But you know, yeah. now then they come back. They're another number one seed, and they're able to go all the way through. So yeah. Coach, I got a question for you. Okay. Do you think a lot, which is a lot of the talk now? And I, I was on the. I didn't think Tiger Woods would ever win a major again. And then when, when I saw him play last year, I said, I don't know how many, but I think he's going to win one again because he, you know, for so long people thought lately like, mean, he didn't look as good. But I, I just thought with the injuries in the back, it just wasn't looking. And I've changed my mind. I, I think he's going to win a major again, and I wanted to see how how you thought about that, if you, if you agree with me. I, I do, because and if you saw the way he had a move to get out of the way of the uh, mm-hmm. the spike slide, is what I'm calling it, <laughs> by the uh, yeah. security guard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, I you know, he's he he's right in the hunt, man, and and I still mm-hmm. think, you know, it's that that buzz still when you the when they show Tiger Woods everybody stops and watches yep. I, you know you're yep. doing something and it's on you know you know how it is at a bar back in the in his heyday the whole place quiet and you watch Tiger Woods and well, and I mean you see the ratings if Tiger goes into a Sunday 
especially, you know, and he's in the hunt. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I think sometimes it's 200 or 300% more, right. you know, with the ratings and, um, yeah, but and the, and the biggest thing I think too, like I think you can just see it with him. I think he's got a lot of his con- confidence back. I think he was, you know, he had personal problems there and <laughs> a bunch of things, right. you know, kind of <laughs> go wrong. I mean, he had the whole golf club in the back of his window with his <laughs> yes. wife when he was yep. thought to have, yep. you know, possibly a few women on the side, and then he had the whole DUI. Uh, <laughs> yes, he had his struggles and. It's good to see you know somebody bounce back and you know because um, I mean he's a he's an all time great in the sport and you know what he was able to do and uh, yeah so uh, I, I really think uh, it's going to be interesting the rest of the weekend and I'm kind of uh, upset with myself because he was twelve to one to win and I was going to lay a couple shekels on that and I didn't and <laughs> <laughs> now he's in the hunt and. Um, it's something I want. I'm rooting against him, but you know, you know, if he ends up winning it all, I'm just gonna, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a painful one. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, you know, because honestly, I, golf to me is is you know, I I, I I'm too much of a a slob to be one of those upper crusty. You know, I don't. That's why John Daly was my guy. You know, yeah. you, you you know he's popping a beer with the crowd in the middle of a, a, a of a tournament. Like, you know, smoking cigarettes. Like truck golf. Yes, <laughs> you know, know? What I mean? yeah, that's what it is. I, I felt like you know yeah. here is cat. This is Caddyshack. You know, here it is, yeah. and uh, yeah. he was Rodney Dangerfield in Caddyshack. You know, and yeah. <laughs> and and I enjoyed. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. But uh, you know, and and of course, you know, and, and but Tiger really kind of transcended the game you know and so i i took it to to new heights too he really did and absolutely absolutely you know so i mean yeah i mean he and he and he brought a whole new just uh viewing you know audience and and uh like you know i mean it's been over a decade now and it's and it's really it's good for golf too because there, it, it's good for the young guys to get these extra eyes on, you know what I mean? And then you can see the Rory McIlroys and Jordan, the Jordan Spieths, the Dustin Johnsons, and you know, you know, see the the future of golf. And you know, well, I'm not much of a golf golf fan myself. I, you know, I watch the the majors, and you know, right. that, but, you know, like I said, it's it's uh, it's good for golf when he's doing well because. Uh, like I said, it's more eyes on the game, and it can do nothing but but help the game. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, you know, your 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 Phillies. Uh, what, what's 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 all of a sudden we're 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 all you know they're going to go one sixty and one or one sixty and two, and now now all of a sudden it's man we're we're you know Kluber's and the next guy coming. Yeah. We're going to sign Kluber. Well, well you know. Um, I really think they they should think about it because you can see it. I mean, Nola's last two starts have struggled, but I'm not worried about him. I'm not. I mean, Arietta, as long as he's healthy and his arm doesn't get tired, I'm not worried about him. But you know, after that, I mean, I think Zach Eflin looked good this year, but I mean, the bullpen's kind of let him down. So I think they, I mean, and they're going to be going into the trade deadline. They're going to be aggressive. 
Um, there's been some rumors this week that they may go after Madison Bumgarner. Um, Dallas Kukul's still out there. Uh, Craig Kembrell is still out there, which is amazing to think about that, that we're almost halfway through April and, you know, a top-notch closer. and a Yeah, and uh, you would have you thought know, with Boston's problems they would have tried to bring him back, you know. Uh, yeah, you well, know. Boston and Yankees, I mean, I, I understand they're injured, but, you know, and it's early, but still, you can dig yourself a pretty big hole and, you know. You might not be able to get out of it. Nice Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, especially the Red Sox. I mean, Yankees aren't playing great, but, you know, they're banged up. I think they'll be okay. But Right, but you're, they're Sox, still losing to these teams they should be, be beating. Last night they no. lost to the White Sox. And, I mean, you had Jay Happ, who's supposed to be one of your top guys, and, yeah. and he couldn't keep the – he couldn't – he was yeah. throwing BP to them, man. You know, I mean – Yeah, you don't need to tell me, Coach. I bet the Yankees right <laughs> <laughs> And then they end the game in seven innings, too. I almost flew out to New York and said, well, we can play in the rain. I played football. We played everything. Right. But, but lightning. Let's go. Get them out there. Play. You know, because you put that Yankees offense, you never know. You right, know I mean? right. They can, Absolutely. They can score runs. So, you know, me and I got a bone to pick with Rob Manfred, the uh, commissioner of baseball. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Nevada, I, have, Nick. I have two picks for you today, Coach. What do you got today? I'm going to go back to your team. Um, I have a parlay. I, you put the Phillies. Parlay is basically where you, you'll bet uh, two or more teams, but both teams have to win. If one team loses, you can't win. So I'm going to bet the Phillies and the Yankees today in a parlay. Both of them have to win. Um, but it basically pays about two to one. So, like, if you bet a hundred dollars, you'll get win two hundred. Okay. I think they're both going to win today. And then I also like uh, I have a, a teaser bet, which is where you can move the point spread four points, and I'm going to do the uh, Sixers minus one and a half and Toronto minus four and a half today to both win their first game in a series, even though the Sixers little concerning with this whole Embiid situation. Right, right, um, right. With the uncertainty of his health, which is just not, I mean, <laughs> not what you wanted to hear when you're getting into the first round of the playoffs. Absolutely, Embiid absolutely. Having trouble with his knee. So, and I, a little prediction here, you can, so you can say once it happens, you heard it here, it's going to be Warriors-Toronto uh, in the finals. Okay. There, there you go. There's that too for you. Yeah, you don't think Houston, you don't think Houston gets over the hump this year? Um, I, I mean, they're going to play in the second round. Uh, Houston, uh, actually, uh, the other night, uh, Russell Westbrook hit a three to beat Houston, and they went from all the way being from the two seed to being a four seed. So now they got to see the Warriors in the second round. I mean, the Rockets, I think, are the only team in the West that can beat the Warriors. And the Warriors, everybody's in love with them. They're one to two to win it all. This year, but I'm telling you, the Warriors are beatable. They, they, they. Um, I mean, you know, they 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 play this all year, and then they play. All right, well, we're going to turn it on the playoffs. I think there's going to be a playoff to come where they don't turn it on. But it also does worry me because I think they know this is probably going to be the last year with Kevin Durant and them all together. Right, so, right, right, right. And it's at the last year at Oracle, too. They're moving to a new stadium uh, next year, so. I mean, they're going to be dangerous. Ultimately, I think you have to like them to win it. But I think Toronto 
or Houston could beat them. They're the only two teams I think that can beat them now. Okay. All right. Good deal. Good stuff from Nevada, Nick. All right. All right, Coach. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Talk to you next week, Nick. Thanks, buddy. All right. We'll be uh, right back and break the huddle. All right. What a great show. Great calls. Remember, reach out. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Coach Muddle. CoachMuddle.com. You can listen to old shows uh, and check it out. So, great hour, great stuff from Nevada Nick. And uh, we're going to break the huddle. We'll be back next week. Uh, and I got a whole host of stuff going on uh, with, with Nevada Nick, of course. Uh, and we're going to see about getting uh, some more uh, coaches in here. I got to get with uh, with that. So it should be it should be a great show. And we will see each other, or we'll listen. You'll hear me <laughs> next week in the huddle with me, Coach Muddle. Remember Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Coach Muddle, and CoachMuddle.com. All right, have a great weekend.